Hello, welcome to Healthline 3. I'm Terry Simmons. With me today is Dr. Jim Barnes, Chief of Staff with Christus Highland Medical Center. We're going to be talking about bariatric surgery. So if you have a question regarding bariatric surgery, please call the number you'll see on your screen throughout the show. It's 318-219-4569. And just to make sure we can hear your question, you can hear Dr. Barnes. Make sure you're in a quiet room and turn your TV all the way down so we can hear everything. We're happy to take your calls and you'll be talking right directly with Dr. Barnes. Dr. Barnes, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Oh, we enjoy it every time. So we got a lot to talk about. We today. do. Yes, I'm very excited. First of all, we'll talk about bariatric surgery. For those who don't know, it's weight loss surgery, but so much more. Right, it is. And so and we'll go through that. I actually brought a few pictures today where you can kind of look at the, the, the two operations that we do for weight loss and kind of go through how they work, uh, the gastric bypass and the sleeve gastrectomy. And so we'll, uh, we'll look at each of those operations. Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, both operations we see, you know, not only a great weight loss, which is a big part of it, but also people just get so much healthier after surgery. And that, that's such a huge part of this as well. Um, a lot of people that have a lot of medical issues, you know, high blood pressure and diabetes and sleep apnea, uh, you know, it's just, you know, three of, of 100 different things that are caused or worsened by obesity. Um, and you know most of those people those issues go away after surgery they get off their medications um, but then we also see people that and it's usually the younger group you know people that are more in their 20s and 30s that maybe haven't developed all those issues yet but uh, you know a lot of them have a family history of that kind of stuff and so you know we jump in there you know and I, I love doing this when people are younger because we can then prevent them from developing those ever down the road and so by doing the surgery before they get into those medical problems, most of the time um, we head that off and then they don't ever get those down the road. You know, I think that's something we haven't talked about before. I never thought about that. Um, that you really, and for so many people who think they're just destined, whether it's weight or not, they're destined to be diabetic, they're destined because they think you know, both parents had it or it runs in the family. Not so, you can head it off. You can, yeah. your lifestyle really does depend. Really, you can change things with your lifestyle. Oh yeah, It's absolutely. not all DNA. And, and you know, some of it is of course, and that, but you know, I can tell you, if I see somebody in their 20s that's morbidly obese, with a family history especially of, of you know, some of these medical issues, uh, you know, it's just a matter of time before these patients start getting into those problems themselves. And, and, um, and by doing the surgery, um, uh, and we do this all the time in people that are young, you know, younger especially, then they don't ever get those medical problems. And so it just saves them ever having to go through all that. What a great, a great incentive right there oh, to yeah. feel good and never yeah. have to. You don't have to turn it around, you just never get it in the first place. Yeah. Now is it the weight loss itself that helps turn the conditions or is it because you, you start living a healthier lifestyle? There's a little bit of both. You know, there's so much to it. It's, uh, you know, obviously the weight loss is a big part of it, but you know, some of the medical issues, and, and diabetes is a great example. Uh, when we do a gastric bypass on somebody that has type two diabetes, within 24 to 48 hours, usually their diabetes is gone. And, and, and we see that almost everybody. I mean, it's not 100%, but it's pretty, pretty close. And so obviously it's not just a weight issue because you know, a day and a half after surgery, you haven't lost any weight yet. But, um, but these people, and we usually just, it's a one night stay in the hospital and we check their blood sugars in the hospital. But the next day, the day after surgery, their blood sugars are back to normal. They're off of their diabetic medicine, medicines. Um, and the vast majority of people, that's, that's it. And they're done with diabetes. And so some of these things are not directly related to your weight. And we don't even understand fully what happens with diabetes and gastric mm -hmm. bypass, but, 
but uh, uh, most people that are diabetics after that surgery, their diabetes is gone and it's very quickly gone. It just shows how hard your body has to work to take care of itself and function normally, maybe with all of the weight. Oh, right? yeah. You know, it's, it just it's got to be tough. takes a toll. I mean, yeah. it's just a wear and tear thing. And mm -hmm. It's just not healthy for mm -hmm. you to be that way. We're mm -hmm. not meant to carry that kind of weight. Right. Um, and so it's so wonderful that this now is offered to people who may have lost hope because we've talked about before, too. And um, it's a disorder. There's no shame, no blame. There's something that just happens. It's right. like if you had a broken leg or broken arm, you would go to someone to fix it. And that same thing. It's a disorder. They can come to you to help them fix it. Yeah, and it's just finding the right treatment for morbid obesity. Right. You know, diet and exercise by themselves are not going to treat morbid obesity. It's just not how it's gotten rid of, and and you know the treatment for it is surgery, and and that's the frustration a lot of these patients feel. By the time they get to me, you know, the, you know nobody just you know comes immediately when they're overweight and and has surgery. You know, they've all tried a hundred different diets, they've, you know, had ten different gym memberships, they've, you know, all the stuff that you try first and fail, and so, you know, they, you know, a lot of times we'll get into this mindset of, you know, everything I do, you know, is, you know, fails, I can't get rid of this, and, and you know, people get very discouraged, and very depressed, and, and yeah. um, but it's not so much what they're doing, it's just that they're not doing the right thing, they're not going through the proper treatment for morbid obesity. Yeah, they need this. <laughs> they do. Yeah, and so you want to talk about that while we're talking <coughs> yeah, about the so different types of surgery? Let's look at these operations a little bit. And, and um, like I said, there's two operations that we do for weight loss. There's the uh, gastric bypass and the sleeve gastrectomy. And so uh, I'm going to look at a gastric bypass here first. Um, and so with this operation, um, I'm trying to get the, get the glare off of that there. Um, so with this operation, we take a stapler and we staple off a small stomach pouch. We're going to separate it from the rest of the stomach. So this now functions as your stomach after surgery. It's very small. It's about the size of a large egg. And so that's going to limit how much food a person can take in at once. And then we divide the intestine down here and we bring that up and hook it up to that stomach. And so now when you eat, the food goes into that small stomach and then down the intestine. So it's going to bypass most of the stomach and the first part of the small intestine. So the result of that is that you don't absorb the food quite as well. So therefore you don't get as many calories out of a given amount of food. And so that's what a gastric bypass does. And then I'm gonna flip over here to, uh, to the next operation, which is the sleeve gastrectomy. Uh, and we can look at that. Um, and the sleeve's a little newer operation. The gastric bypass has been around about 50 years. Mm -hmm. So we have a long track record with that. We know people do very well long-term with the gastric bypass. Sleeve's a little bit newer. It's been around about 10 or 12 years now. So we don't have the long-term data that we do with the bypass. Um, but with this operation, we take the stapler uh, and we staple right up here. And then we're gonna actually remove all of the stomach. So we leave a little narrow tube of stomach. It's about the size and shape of a small banana. That's the sleeve, that's where the name comes from. Um, and then the rest of this comes out. So we're actually gonna remove about two thirds of the stomach with this operation. So we're gonna downsize the stomach, uh, which allows people to fill up much, much more quickly. And then the other thing that both these operations do for most people is they decrease their appetite, their hunger level. And that's part of how they work as well. People just aren't nearly as hungry after surgery. And that happens immediately after surgery. It just really knocks down their appetite too. And you actually remove that other part of the stomach. Yeah, so it's it gone. Actually, this is it done. Comes you have out. That. Yeah. yeah. And so we do all these operations robotically, which is, uh, you know, we've talked about that here before, which is such an amazing technology now. 
Uh, you know, this has kind of evolved over the years. Initially, we did them through a big open incision. When I first started doing these, you know, over 25 years ago, everybody got a big incision this long up and down in the belly to do the surgery. And so, um, in the late 90s, we started doing them laparoscopically through the little incisions. But now, the last few years, we do all of these robotically now, where we still go through the small incisions, but instead of me standing up at the table doing the surgery, moving the instruments around, we now have the robot at the table, and then I'm over in the corner of the room. And so the instruments are attached to the robotic arms, and then I'm controlling the robotic arms. And so it gives us a lot more dexterity in there. We can do a lot more things that we couldn't do before. We can be much more precise with the surgery. Um, and we're finding that patients have even better recovery afterwards when we do it robotically. You know, the, the you know, pain is, is not bad after surgery. Um, we've cut the length of stay in half in the hospital, so it's a one-night stay now for both of these operations, go home the next day. Uh, sometimes the sleeves we even do as an outpatient and you go home the same day, uh, which is still kind of <laughs> crazy to me. You can take out two-thirds of a person's stomach and then send them home yeah, that afternoon. Bye -bye. But, uh, you know, they do very well with that. Uh, and, uh, and then the recovery is, you know, really not bad. You know, most people, um, you know, I operate on Wednesdays and Thursdays. Most people take the next week off and then go back to work the Monday after that. So it's usually not too bad of a recovery period afterwards. And so what is the, what does the incision look like? Are there two incisions? It used to be there's this six, one big There's six incisions. Six so, incisions. Um, and, you know, they're small. They're all, you know, about this big. So they're tiny and they just kind of go across the lower part of the abdomen there. Um, and so, yeah, so it's just six little incisions when they're done. And it's, we talk about the robotic surgery before so much, which is totally fascinating to me. You, knew, yeah. you know, you and I love it. I know you talk about it. You love it. We love it. But it really is like, I mean, the, it really is the extension of your hands and you're getting to see what's really going on. And the, the benefits, not only to the patient, but to the surgeon are yeah. just miraculous. Yeah. I, I, like, I would never go back to doing these laparoscopic sure. again. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, because I, I just see the advantages, you know, it's so much better doing it robotically. But yeah, it does. It's interesting. It really totally mimics what I'm doing. So, you know, I've got my fingers in the controls here, and so every movement I make with my hand is mimicked by the robotic arm that's that's got the instrument in the patient. So if I have, say, a pair of scissors in there that we're cutting on something, if I take my fingers and go like this and open them up, then the scissors inside the patient open up. And if I close them with some tissue in there, just close my fingers, then the scissors will close and cut through the tissue that I've got in between there in real time, and so it mimics. And then I'm also looking at a console with uh, a 3D camera. And so I'm seeing everything three-dimensional looking through here. Um, and it, it just makes for a really nice operation. It seems like with robotic surgery, you can see even more and better than you can if you're standing over the patient. Yeah, Is that you, true? Really, you really can. And, and um, you know, we have control of that scope, and so we can we can just bring it right in on top of what we're working on, and so I mean you're you're right there, and it's you know blown up right in front of your face. So, you know, I still remember the days of doing these open, where you know you're trying to work through this incision, but it's way up here, and so it's really hard to see anything, and you end up just kind of doing things by feel a lot of times, but by doing these uh, robotically, and laparoscopy was the same with that too in terms of, of visualization of everything. Right. Uh, when you can bring that scope right in on top of it, it's just, it's just, you get great vision of, of what you're doing. It's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now I have a cherry question. So you're in there and you've, you've <coughs> taken the, the part of the stomach that you're going to remove. How does it get out? 
Um, I get asked that a lot, okay, yeah, good. because, <laughs> you know, it, it, and it's funny because when they come out, the, I mean, the, the decisions literally <laughs> yeah. are, are this big, and everyone's like, well, how do you get the stomach out of that? But, you know, the stomach's kind of stretchy, and, and, and so we literally, we pull it out through one of those oh. incisions, and we just kind of have to work it out. <laughs> just and, work it out. And eventually, uh, we can kind of wiggle it on out of there. That's amazing, too. Yeah. That you to think about the body. Um, and how the organs even work with you, that they are so pliable that you can be able to do this too. Yeah, so yeah. that's incredible. Yeah. My goodness. <laughs> uh, are you ready to talk about um, yeah, our sure. project? That yeah, okay. so, and, and we've talked about this on, before, yeah. on here before a little bit. Um, we have been, for the last year, working on a project, and this is something I've, I've wanted to do for years and years, and we finally pulled the trigger on it. And so we're following one patient for a year as she goes through this weight loss journey. And, um, and we're, we've kind of just come up to the year now. So we've, we've uh, just, are, just did a little bit more filming with her. Um, uh, her name's Rainy. She's been a, just a great patient throughout all of this. Yeah, and let's so, talk about her. Yeah, so we, you know, we, we started this um, you know, before surgery even, and we filmed, you know, her visiting the office. Uh, we filmed her actual surgery. We had cameras in the operating room filming her robotic surgery. So we have, you know, some footage of that, which is really cool. Um, and then, you know, every so often we kind of check in with her, whether she's coming to the office or we've gone out to her work and, and, and to the gym and things like that. And so we've just sort of filmed her journey throughout this, this year. And so we're in the process of getting all that put together now. And I think this is going to be such a great tool for people to just kind of see what this is like, you know, and to follow, follow her from start to finish when she first walked in and, you know, you know, what questions and thoughts were going through her head and, and, and then kind of, you know, following her throughout. And it's just, it's just really exciting. So, um, so we're finally getting all that kind of wrapped up and uh, next month when I'm on here, we're going to not only show this video that we're, we're, we're finishing up now, showing, showing her, her transformation, uh, but we're also going to have her on the show next month. And so I'm really excited about that. She's going to come and be on with us and, um, and you know, firsthand be able to tell you, you know, what her experience has been like. We're thrilled. And um, mm -hmm. I know we talked about it when it very first started, and you and I have been talking about it on breaks. I'll check in with her yeah. uh, a long time, deciding when we were going to share with the viewers uh, her journey. But it's just really incredible. Um, not only just the type of person she is, you've shared with us, just she's just all in, she's dynamic. She was just that person who was just perfect for this. And it's not typical that you follow you don't always see everything, but that's why it was, it's been special well, for, I you, do, for you. Well, I do, because, yeah. you know, we follow patients, you know, long-term, mm -hmm. and that's part of, part of being successful is to, you know, can, you know, the, the, the follow-up after surgery. Mm -hmm. and so I get to see that, but, but most people don't. And, no. and even, you know, I, I have these conversations with people at the hospital all the time, you know, the nurses and stuff like that. They're, you know, because, you know, they just get to see them when they come in and have their surgery, and then they don't see them anymore. And so, you know, they never, even, even people that work in the hospital and take care of my patients there, you know, don't get to see a year down the road, you know, how their life has changed. Mm -hmm. And so I think this is going to be great to, to let people see that. And Rainey was, has just been the perfect patient for this because she's, like you said, she's very, uh, very outgoing and she's very open about this. I mean, she's talked about 
uh, you know, and she does a lot of stuff on social media, so she's been kind of sharing this journey the whole way through there too. Um, and you know, she's very happy to talk about you know, you know, not just the you know the rainbows and unicorns. I mean, right. she'll you know she'll talk about what's been hard, what's been easy, what she struggled with, um, and uh, uh, and just you know a very honest uh, look at everything. Yeah, you know that's something that um, you and I talked about too when you first got here, and we chat about along the way because we do talk about the emotional journey, what it's like when this huge life change happens. You do get healthier and healthier, but. Um, it's there's so much more to it you might think oh yeah who wouldn't want to come up and talk about all the weight they've lost there's so much and so want to give her so much credit and yeah. not minimize anything about what she's doing in sharing this journey because she's like okay let's do it she didn't know what was going to happen she didn't know how right. how it was going to take a toll on her she didn't know if she was going to be able to do it at all she didn't know so to be that open and that giving to help all of us we really want to thank her so much and we are so excited and thank you again for sharing this with ktbs and bringing this on with helpline three oh, yeah. i have just been so excited i, I think it's been, it's been the perfect way to do this like yeah. i said this is something i've thought about for 20 years and <laughs> it just never really quite worked out the logistics of how to make that happen but this is this has been something that uh Again, partnering with KTBS on this has been has been great, and um, you know, it gives us the resources to, you know, to do all this filming, and and um, um, I think it's just going to be, and we're going to break it up a couple different ways. I you know, I sort of envision you know, you know, a shorter little segment, three or four minutes that we can look at, and that's probably what we'll look at next week, next month. But I also want to do one that's a little bit longer, and and, yeah. and you know, so people that are considering this can really just sit down and say okay you know what's it like you know I don't I don't know what to expect you know some people do some people have had friends or family members that have gone through it and so they have a little bit of an idea but a lot of people don't have that and so you know and, and you can you know you can read and research and google and all that but it's just it's just going to be nice to really you know see what it was like for you know this one person you know you know at our office and what you know what she's gone through with it yeah I just think yeah there's nothing that can compare to really talking to someone <clears throat> not only who has gone through it but while they're going through it I yeah. mean we're gonna get to see yeah. how she has felt in the progression going along the way and it's um it's really pretty incredible so we're very excited so yeah. I'm I think yeah hopefully she'll come back she'll come back you know next month we'll have that but she can even keep coming back I would love to keep following and see you yeah. know life sucks I think that's another thing too you may have a goal weight that you want to lose and we're not going to tell you yet how much she's actually lost because <laughs> it's actually we're going to save some of the surprises but um and then it's like you're life goes on and you don't know whatever is going to happen going forward too so, so I think it's kind of interesting and Taylor I promise I don't want to follow her the rest of her life I promise <laughs> I won't do that but um, we'd love to like touch base as much as she'd like yeah, to come because I, I think, think it really would, is incredible she would love to do that too because she's you know she's very open about you know helping people understand what this is what this is like to go through and, and uh, uh, so I'm sure she'd be open to all that as well and she'll be happy to take our viewers questions I'm oh, sure yeah. and we'll just, oh, yeah. uh, just open book it's very yeah. Well, that, what a gift. Yeah. Yeah, thank you so much. So, do you want to tell us, the last thing I'll ask, I want to save it, which surgery she had? Did she have yeah, the she bypass? Yeah, she had a sleeve gastrectomy. Okay. And, um, and and that's one of the things that we work, you know, because a lot of people say, well, I, I don't know. How do I know which operation yeah. to do? And and I get that, because if you don't, you know, know a lot about this, that's a, you know, that's a hard question. So, we do, um, um, and the way we do this for new patients, we do a seminar every, every uh, Tuesday morning, once a week. 
uh, with small groups, usually six, eight people, something like that. So we, you know, we, tr we keep them fairly small. Um, and, you know, we, we start out in a little classroom we have where we just kind of go over all the information about weight loss surgery, talk about the two operations, talk about the pros and cons of the two operations. What are the advantages of one versus the other? Um, um, and so most people after that have, you know, at least somewhat of an idea of, you know, what might be a good fit for them. And then I'll meet with each person individually right away afterwards. Um, and we go through their medical history and do a quick physical exam. Um, and then we just sort of tailor a, a plan moving forward for each person individually. And so part of that uh, is deciding which operation that they want to do. And sometimes patients have in mind what they want and that's, you know, most of the time that's fine. Now occasionally I will not offer one or the other if I just don't think it's the right thing to do. Uh, uh, but most of the time, you know, the ultimate decision is up to the patient. And some, like I said, kind of know uh, what direction they want to go. But a lot of people are like, you know, what would, you know, what do you recommend? You know, because, you know, because, you know, I had the advantage of oh, having, yeah. having done this for a long, long time. And so. I'd put uh, it all on you. Yeah. Well, uh, and <laughs> I'm happy me. to do that. Well, you only and, have. I'll do and, it. <laughs> I, and I'm happy to make recommendations and, and, uh, and I usually end up, you know, doing that. And most people, they kind of, you know, that's, you know, they want to hear my input because, you know, again, I, I, I kind of have a pretty good feel for what's going to be the best fit for them in terms of, of what their goals are and what, you know, what we expect them to do. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's a big part of it. And, uh, and like I said, then we just make sort of an individual plan for each patient. We go through the operation. We talk about, um, um, uh, you know, how we need to get from A to Z with that because there's always steps to do before surgery. And so we sort of outline a plan and, and, then, um, um, and then move forward from there. So is there different recovery times for each? There's actually not a dramatic difference. Um, um, it, it, the sleeve is a little bit quicker, not a huge difference, but it's a little bit quicker. The sleeve is a slightly smaller operation than a gastric bypass, and uh, uh, that's probably its biggest advantage, I would say. Um, and so that does mean the recovery is a little bit quicker. But I, I tell you, by doing these robotically now, um, you know, we can, you know, we do a gastric bypass and people are back to work in a week and a half pretty <laughs> routinely. And so, um, you know, it's not, it's not that big of a difference anymore uh, okay. with recovery. So what is recovery like? Like why does it take a week, a week and a half? What can someone expect that first yeah, week? Yeah, so, you know, uh, the first couple days is not much fun. Sure. You know, there's going to be some pain with that. I always tell people, you're not going to like me very much for the first <laughs> day or two after surgery. Um, and that's part, you know, part of why we usually keep them in the hospital overnight so we can, you know, manage, you know, their pain and stuff. Because, you know, it's a big surgery. Of course, there's going to be some pain afterwards. Um, but once you get beyond that first couple days, the pain, you know, is very manageable. Um, and then, um, you know, the, the, the two things that kind of take about a month or so to be fully back to normal. The first one is, is pain. You're going to have, a, you know, a week and a half, two weeks. You're still going to be a little sore. I mean, it's not bad, but you're still going to have some soreness here. And then your energy level. Uh, and that's the other thing that takes a month or so to kind of come back to normal. So a couple mm -hmm. weeks after surgery, you know, most people are going back to work, but you know, they're, they're pretty worn out by the end of the day. I mean, it, 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 you know, it, you just don't have your stamina back yet. And that's with any operation, uh, you know, people that have had other surgery before probably you know, remember that, you know, it's it just, you know, it takes a month or so to really get back full speed again afterwards. Yeah. 
And is it pain from the incisions or is it also internal? Can you feel it, that it's pain? It's kind of both. And, yeah. and, you know, they, uh, again, the worst of that's the first few days and then it's usually, usually not too bad. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's everything. It's, it's incisional pain. It's deeper pain where we've done, done all the work, mm -hmm. but, but um, you know, it's not terrible. Are there certain foods that you're supposed to ease into? Is there a yeah, diet? To yeah, kind there of is a diet, and it's very it? restricted right at first. You know, yeah. after the surgery, there's a lot of swelling. Uh, solid food is not going to go through there very well, mm. and so, uh, so we start off on clear liquids. You know, broth, Jello, juice, popsicles, that kind of stuff, uh, and they're on that for about a week and a half. Uh, and then we do full liquids, which is the thicker stuff like mashed potatoes and cream soups and things like that for another four weeks. So they're on liquids for about six weeks, um, which sounds horrible. It sounds impossible. <laughs> but you got to remember after surgery, your appetite is way down. You know, yeah. most people don't have much appetite at all after surgery. That's part of, you know, what the operation does. And so, you know, they're not hungry like they were before surgery. Now they get kind of bored with the liquids after a while. Um, um, so we do that for the first six weeks and then we start some soft solid food back and then gradually add foods back into your diet. Uh, most of the stuff is back in the diet by six months. Uh, and so it, it's a, you know, it's a process and, and again, we walk them through every step of that. Every time they come to, for the office visit, we give them a new list of the foods they can add. Um, and so it's a, you know, very stepwise progression. But, you know, we found that by kind of going slow and easing back into stuff, uh, most people do real well as long as they stick with the diet that they're supposed to. And do you find that overall they're so relieved and excited about what is happening that they they can accommodate a little easier or do you have some of the just impatient, I don't uh, like this, I want to... Most, most people are very good and very <laughs> compliant with their diet. Now, I'm not saying 100% of them are. Not everybody, yeah, and I I'm have, sure. I have seen, you know, again, I've been doing this for over 25 years, yeah. so I have seen people that have <laughs> felt like they knew more about their diet than I did and <laughs> right. decided to, to branch out and try some stuff way too early. And, and what happens when you know, that happens? I, I'm sure sometimes they'll get away with it and I don't hear about it, but <laughs> sometimes they don't. And I have, you know, many times over the years had to go do a scope on somebody to get out whatever they got stuck really? in there that they weren't supposed to be eating. Really? So, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's a reason we go slow at first, and, yeah. and uh, but it, you know, again, that's a that's a pretty rare exception. Most people are are really good about following uh, following the diet early on. I try to really drive that home that it, the importance of that because it it really does make a big difference. And and it's a good point to bring up too that there's habits. There's habits of eating that you have that you have to break. It there might really not are. even be impatient or something. It might be just not, not even think about it. They're just used to eating what they want. They're feeling better yeah. and they go into that habit. They might not eat as much of it, but they're going to eat something that's yes. really not ready yet. And, and it's almost like you have to relearn how to eat again. It's yes. so different. Afterwards. I would think so. And it's not just the diet that you're eating, but it's also how you eat. I mean, you've got to slow down. Uh, you've got to get, you know, you've got to slow down. You can't eat fast. You can't eat a lot of food at one time. Um, we recommend, you know, people cut it up small and chew it really well. And so you kind of have to relearn how to eat a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I would think so. It well, becomes second nature very quickly. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. And we have a caller for you. Okay. Chenlin, what is your question for Dr. Barnes? <laughs> We can't hear you. Can you speak up? Hello? Hello. Hi. Oh. What's your question? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, my mom went to uh, this hospital for a collapsed lung. She had, it was called a pulmonary injection or something like that. 
and they, uh, the procedure hurt her real bad. And I was wondering if there was uh, any other procedures like that that you could be asleep for or, or something, you know? Well, I don't know much about that. I yeah. don't think, uh, th was that related to weight loss surgery that she had? No, no, it was an injury. Somehow she, she poked a hole in her lung and, and it collapsed. Okay. And she went up to the emergency room at Willis Knight. Uh, the procedure that they did, it hurt her a lot. Yeah, they probably had to put a chest tube or uh, something in there. Yeah. That's definitely not, not my area, so <laughs> I'm probably not the right one to ask about that, but hopefully they'll okay. get her taken care of there. But thanks for okay, calling. Well, I hope I she feels better. Oh. All right. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I hope she's feeling better now. Hope everything's okay. And thanks for watching. And so that's interesting to talk about different types of surgeries, different things that can affect. You know, do you ever find that, like when, or maybe back in the day when they had the big surgeries, did anything affect or cause any other? Yeah, I mean, there there are you know these are big operations yeah. that we do there are some complications that can occur fortunately they're all very rare and, you know I always tell people you know these are the you know because we go through all the risk of surgery in the seminar when we True. talk about that because I think patients need to be very informed about that you know and I always tell people these are the risk of surgery but these are the risk of not having surgery mm. and being morbidly obese and all of the medical issues that go along with that and for, for the vast majority of people, the risk of morbid obesity are much greater than the risk of having an operation. So yeah. you just gotta weigh both sides. Which is probably, yes, I'm sure that's anything you have to weigh with that, but especially with this surgery. Yeah. And that's yes. part, of, part of what my job is to make sure that the, that the benefits outweigh the risk anytime we look at doing something right. surgical with them. Okay. So. Well, this has been wonderful. I can't wait to see you next yeah, time. Yeah, I'm really excited Randy. about next Thank week. Thank you so much month, again. So. All right. Well, you take care. It's been such a wonderful conversation again. And thank you for helping so many people. We really appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Terry. Sure. Everyone, thank you so much. Thank you so much for watching Healthline 3. We always appreciate when you call with your questions. And you have a good afternoon. And we'll see you next time. All right. We're good.